One morning, there were footprints in the snow outside our house. Beauxjour High School, where I worked in the office, had closed for Christmas break. I let the dogs have a good long run before breakfast and watched them from the porch. The golden retrievers I breed for hunting and field trials are beautiful creatures with compact heads, muscular shoulders, and coats like sun-dried hay. I love their expressive faces, which can show chagrin and regret. They huffed and circled by the shed. Deer scat, I thought, or maybe a black bear had come down the mountain and wandered through our yard, though it was late in the season. I whistled and they bounded back, all smiles, tongues lolling, like they'd done a good thing. I pulled on my boots and went down, leaving my coffee steaming on the rail. Dan had left the light on above the shed door, as he did when he left before dawn. It looked sad and wan. The shed was a tumble-down thing, weather-worn, gray, and canted to one side. It was shaped like a barn, though smaller by half and looked a hundred years older than our turquoise house, which had been built between the wars. I hoped Dan would hitch a chain to that heap and pull it over for firewood before it fell in on itself. But he said it had seen a few Vermont winters and would see more. I stooped and examined the patch of snow that the dogs were sniffing. Then I knelt and pushed them away. They whined and nipped one another. The prince hadn't been left by the wavy tread of my husband's red wings. They weren't the neat rows of dimples my snow boots leave, either. The trodden patch looked the way gabble overheard at a train station sounds. But one set was distinct. By size, they were a man's, boots with a pointed toe. The morning was bright and clear, the dry, cold air like pulverized glass in my throat. A gust aloft stirred the pine boughs, making a sound like the ocean, and riffled the snow they carried to earth. When the birches swayed, their naked branches clattered. I wondered, should I get the big knife from the kitchen or the poker from the fireplace? Maybe Dan's rifle or shotgun from the safe in the cellar, though I was afraid, up close, the dogs would get in the way. I heaved my shoulder into the shed's door, and it rattled open on its track. Tweed and Apache dashed into the dark, their wagging tails hampering their running, and my mouth was too dry to whistle them back. Dozer wouldn't quit yawning as he sat on my foot and leaned into me. Sweet, moist air puffed in my face, gasoline, grass clippings, and scrap lumber. The green tractor, its yellow snowplow raised, was backed into place how Dan always left it. Everything nestled where it belonged, rakes, paint pails, antifreeze. In their brushed steel hutch, the hens looked from dozer to me, twitching their speckled heads. Dust sifted down from between the loft's floorboards, and I looked at the wooden ladder that led up to the trap door. My breath stuck in my chest as I listened for creaks or the scrape of boot heels overhead. Nothing. I licked my lips and whistled, and the dogs returned, sneezing, their muzzles strung with cobwebs, their flanks snarled with leaves. I backed out and shut the door hard enough to make it shudder and hustled inside, clucking to the dogs to keep them near. I locked the kitchen door behind me and looked out at my coffee on the porch. I fetched the poker and laid it by the sink, close at hand, with the dirty end off the counter.